As an Amazon associate, we earn from qualifying purchases. This podcast is supported by its listeners. If you choose to purchase something using links on our website, we may earn a commission. No books were warped, dog-eared, underlined with purple pen, eaten, cursed, cancelled, burned or otherwise harmed in the making of this podcast. I'm Tom Tolkien and this is The School Reading List, a podcast that recommends books you'll want your children to read and books you'll wish you'd read as a child. kick off episode 18 of the School Reading List podcast, let's rip open some book post. And first up is this one from Chicken House. It's A Cure Ever After by Ang Harrod Walker. In this thrilling journey through an alternate London where emotions can make people ill, Kit and Oss race to save the city after a catastrophic incident. Ideal for Key Stage 3 readers, the narrative skillfully weaves money-soaked politics with mysterious supernatural elements. In the same universe as Once Upon a Fever, this novel forces readers to consider the consequences of feelings as well as actions in a convincing fantasy world. Highly recommended. Mm. And this next one is from HarperCollins Children's, and it's ideal for Earth Day this year. The Crayons Love Our Planet by Drew Daywalt and Oliver Jeffers. The Crayons Love Our Planet continues the vibrant crayons adventures and celebrates our planet's awe and wonder. Beige's determined insistence that wheat is important adds a humorous touch, and throughout the book, ecological responsibility is encouraged. The short and accessible text is ideal for younger readers and perfect to elicit discussion about Earth Day. Ah. And this one from Little Tiger was last month's picture book of the month, Measuring Me by Nicola Kent. Measuring Me will fascinate three to six-year-olds with exciting measurement facts and activities. Using relatable comparisons such as I weigh the same as all the toys here put together, and my eyes can see millions of miles, the information will both inform and inspire. The lively illustrations will encourage curiosity, and the pull-out height chart at the end of the book is a great interactive learning touch. Infant readers will want to measure and compare everything around them after reading this book. And from Sweet Cherry, we have this one for 9-12 to year olds, Blue's Planet Australia by Lucy McRobert. Blue faces the harsh realities of climate change during an Australian summer as she explores the world with her environmentalist parents. Lucy McRobert's chapter book immerses young readers in a thrilling adventure set in the Australian summer, seamlessly weaving educational elements into the storyline. This compelling middle-grade adventure will inspire 9-12-year-old readers who care about the planet to take responsibility and be proactive. Part of a series of eco-adventure thrillers, it's ideal for Key Stage 2 and Lower Key Stage 3 book club discussions and school libraries. 
And here's a new short chapter fantasy quest book from Piccadilly Press, Bronte Tempestra and the Lightning Steeds by Bex Hogan. In Bex Hogan's enchanting debut, we meet Bronte Tempestra, a princess determined to rewrite the rules and become the first princess knight in the Storm Kingdom. However, night school isn't the heroic journey she envisioned. When the lightning steeds vanish, chaos ensues, and Bronte, accompanied by her gluttonous friend Tonk, must save the kingdom. The narrative, beautifully complemented by Hannah McCaffrey's illustrations, combines humour and imagination. Perfect introduction to fantasy adventures for seven to nine-year-olds, the story unfolds with a delightful blend of silliness and heroism. I Really, Really Need a Poo by Carl Newson and Duncan Beattie. I Really, Really Need a Poo is the third instalment in this best-selling funny picture book series for three to six-year-olds. When Bush Baby faces a poo-poo pandemonium, she can't find a toilet. It's a rhyming number two nightmare. With plenty of onomatopoeia and clever humour for both children and parents to read and share, this is the perfect anarchic bedtime story. And here's a picture book from Templar for 0-5-year-olds, Gigantosaurus I Love Giganto by Cybergroup Studios. I Love Giganto is a heartwarming lift-the-flap adventure featuring dino babies and familiar Gigantosaurus characters. Marzu plans a busy day, showing the dino babies how to be kind. But when a grumpy visitor arrives, will the dinos remember what they've learned? It's a fun addition for Gigantosaurus fans, who will love the chunky, bald book formats with large interactive flaps to explore. Ah. And from Penguin, The Bad Ones by Melissa Albert. A chilling narrative unfolds when the four people mysteriously disappear one winter's night, revealing a dark world of occult power and toxic friendships. Twelve-plus-year-olds will relate to Nora, who unravels the dark magic and coded messages left by her friend Becca. Blending supernatural elements and gritty real life, this is a spooky, unforgettable and thought-provoking read. Mm. And some rhyming fun from Faber Children's, Frank and the Unicorn Alpaca by Gavin Puckett, illustrated by India Joseph. Frank the Unicorn Alpaca is a funny rhyming story for low-key stage two children about Frank, an alpaca in a petting zoo, who becomes a unicorn. Filled with humour and an easy rhythm, it's an uplifting story of self-discovery and acceptance. The black and white illustrations by debut artist India Joseph add charm to this warm-hearted read. And there's a full review on our website. Sammy and the Extra Hot Chili Powder by Charlie P. Brooks. This hilarious family comedy follows Sammy, a sniffer dog whose extraordinary sense of smell vanishes when she encounters extra hot chilli powder. Can human friend Beanie help Sammy get her smell back and sniff out who is planning an audacious diamond heist? 
perfect for readers aged seven who enjoy fast pace, madcap action and short chapters. And from Harper 60, we have this brand new K-pop romance story, ASAP by Axie O. In this companion novel to XOXO, Sorry, a K-pop hopeful, is caught between her mother's expectations and her father's political dreams. And she faces pressure to maintain a squeaky clean public image. So when she offers her scandal hits boyfriend refuge, Sorry must decide if a second chance at love is worth sacrificing her future for. Exploring parental expectations and dreams of fame through the lens of swoon-worthy second-chance love story, this young adult romance is perfect for teen fans of K-pop culture. And this one's a self-published novel that was sent in to us and it's available on Amazon. Credo by Luke Staten. In Credo, the reader follows Stan, a shy football enthusiast who gains the confidence he needs to realise his dreams with the help of a magical butterfly. Authentically portraying the challenges of shyness, this heartwarming and accessible story will resonate with 8-12 year old readers. Sean Clarke's vibrant illustrations enrich the narrative, which explores themes of friendship and personal growth. Credo is a thoughtful and uplifting read for young readers facing similar struggles. Thank you to all the publishers and publicists for sending us books to review here on this podcast and on our website schoolreadinglist.co.uk. Here's our rundown of great new children's books hitting the shelves this March. The Girl Who Dreamed in Magic by Maria Kuzniar. The Magician Next Door by Rachel Chivers Koo. Bad Panda Mites Camera Action by Swapna Hadow. A Drop of Golden Sun by Kate Saunders. Hopes by Lauren James The Secret Life of Bugs by Moira Butterfield The Magnificent Book of Butterflies and Moths by Barbara Taylor The Prisoner of Bhopal by Tim Walker Wilding How to Bring Back Wildlife by Isabella Tree The Girl Who Wasn't There by Jacqueline Wilson Secret of the Moon Shard by Struan Murray Uprising by Jennifer Nielsen Big Ideas from Literature by The School of Life East Asian Folktales, Myths and Legends by Eva Wong Narva I Do Not Eat Children by Marcus Cutler Ancient Myths Collection by Gene Menzies and Matt Routes. Thank you, by Jarvis. Where Sleeping Girls Lie, by Farida Abikay Imide. Ancient Greeks, by Clive Gifford. 
Higher and the Star Chaser by Radia Hafiza. The Untamables by Claire Pollard. Poetic A to Z of Awesome Animals by Emile Lauren Jones. How to Teach Grown-Ups About Climate Change by Patricia Daniels. Extreme Weather for Kids by Matthew Capucci. Poetry Comics by Grant Snyder. The Whisperwicks by Jordan Lees. Smile by Lauren Child. We Are the Wibbly by Sarah Tackholm. The Vanquishers, Secret of the Reaping by Callan Bayron. A Mind Full of Murder by Derek Landy. Fireborn, Starling in the Cavern of Light by Aisling Fowler. And our picture book of the month is Elkie is Not My Dog by Elena Aravelia Melville. Our non-fiction book of the month is How to Teach Grown-Ups About Climate Change by Patricia Daniels. And our fiction book of the month is Where Sleeping Girls Lie by Farida Abikay Imide. Booksy book, let's get reading. If you're a teacher, librarian or avid bookworm who loves children's or YA books and you'd like to review brand new titles for the school reading list, get in touch by email. We'd love to hear from you. The address is reviews at schoolreadinglist.co.uk. Book Talk a blessing or a curse? The meteoric rise of BookTok, a subculture within TikTok dedicated to books and reading, has irrevocably altered the landscape of young adult literature. With over 110 billion views and counting, its influence on teen readers and the publishing industry is undeniable. However, the question remains... Does BookTok act as a benevolent fairy godmother for young adults, or is it wielding a more ambiguous double-edged sword? An in-depth exploration of its impact reveals both its positive contributions and potential pitfalls, demanding a nuanced approach to navigate this dynamic platform. One of BookTok's most celebrated merits is its undeniable ability to spark a love of reading among young audiences. Gone are the days of dusty library shelves and forced assignments. Engaging video formats, overflowing with passion and personal recommendations, can effortlessly capture the attention of even reluctant readers. Book talk transforms books into vibrant social experiences fueled by shared enthusiasm and online engagement. This democratisation of literary discovery transcends geographical boundaries, connecting readers across the globe and fostering a sense of belonging within a virtual community. Case in point, Take the enemies to lovers trope, trending heavily on BookTok. 
teenagers, often resistant to prescribed reading lists, find themselves immersed in narratives like Nicola Yoon's The Sun is Also a Star or Emily Henry's Beach Read, drawn in by relatable characters and engaging plots. Additionally, BookTok provides a platform for authors like Namina Fauna, The Gilded Ones, and Elizabeth Acevedo, Clap When You Land, to gain significant traction, highlighting diverse narratives that resonate with underrepresented perspectives. Beyond its infectious enthusiasm, BookTok offers a refreshing departure from the traditional young adult canon. Unlike curated bestseller lists or established award programs, the platform's algorithm thrives on organic virality, allowing lesser-known titles and indie authors to break through the noise. This spotlight on unique genres and marginalised voices not only broadens the literary horizons of young readers, but also challenges the publishing industry's established norms, pushing for greater representation and inclusivity. However, the echo chamber paradox looms. While BookTok champions diverse voices, the algorithm-driven nature can also create echo chambers where a small number of popular authors and trends dominate, overshadowing gems hidden beneath the surface. This homogenization can limit exposure to some diverse narratives and perpetuate existing biases, hindering the very inclusivity it strives to promote. One of the most concerning aspects of BookTok is the potential disconnect between content and marketing. Books with mature themes, potentially inappropriate for young audiences, often find themselves packaged and promoted as young adults due to the popularity of this genre on that platform. This blurred line between marketing strategies and age-appropriate content raises ethical concerns and necessitates open communication between parents, educators and librarians to guide young readers towards suitable material. For instance, Sarah J. Maas, a Court of Thorns and Roses series popular on BookTok, showcases a strong female protagonist but contains mature content. This highlights the need for responsible engagement and open discussions about age appropriateness, ensuring young readers are equipped to handle complex themes. The pressure to go viral on BookTok can be immense, both for authors and readers. Authors might feel compelled to cater for specific trends or create sensationalised content, compromising their artistic integrity and authenticity. Readers, bombarded with hyper-enthusiastic recommendations, might develop unrealistic expectations of every book they encounter, leading to disappointment and potentially hindering their appreciation for the more nuanced narratives. Case in point, the popularity of enemies-to-lovers narratives could lead authors to prioritise that trope over organic character development or plot complexity. Similarly, readers might expect every book to deliver the same level of drama and excitement as viral recommendations, overlooking 
quieter and character-driven novels, promoting critical thinking and open discussions about authorial intent and literary styles can help mitigate these potential pitfalls. BookTok's impact extends beyond individual reading experiences. The platform's influence on the publishing industry is undeniable, potentially shaping future trends in young adult writing. The focus on virality and specific tropes might incentivize authors to cater to these trends, influencing plot, character developments and marketing strategies. Despite these potential pitfalls, BookTok remains a powerful tool for literary engagement. However, approaching it with a critical lens is crucial. Parents, educators and librarians can act as crucial guides, fostering those open conversations with young readers about the content they encounter online, encouraging them to question what they see and read. We need to encourage readers to analyse the books they encounter on BookTok, discussing themes, characters and representation. Is the story diverse and inclusive? Does it reflect their own realities or offer new perspectives? We need to help readers move beyond visually appealing covers and trending hashtags, encourage them to consider the author's writing style, plot developments and the overall message of the book. We need to recommend trusted resources like libraries, independent bookstores and diverse book reviewers to broaden readers' exposure to a wider range of voices and styles. We should maintain open communication with readers about their online experiences, discussing potential biases and the importance of responsible content consumption. Young readers should be equipped with the skills to critically evaluate information online, understanding algorithms, sponsored content and the limitations of social media trends. Ultimately, the goal is to cultivate a genuine love of reading that extends beyond fleeting trends and encourages exploration of different genres, authors, and formats to discover books that resonate on a personal level. The impact of book talk on young adult literature is still unfolding, presenting both exciting opportunities and potential challenges. By acknowledging its strengths and limitations, we can harness its power to promote a love of reading, champion diverse voices and foster a vibrant literary community. However, ensuring responsible engagement, critical thinking and open communication remains crucial in navigating this dynamic landscape. Ultimately, BookTok can be a valuable tool for enriching the lives of young readers, shaping the future of young adult literature and ensuring the written word continues to inspire and captivate for generations to come. By acknowledging the complexities of book talk and fostering responsible engagement, we can ensure it remains a positive force for young adult literature. Empowering young readers with critical thinking skills, promoting open communication and supporting diverse voices will pave the way for a future where book talk inspires a love of reading and strengthens the connection between young readers and literature.
Here's a selection of exciting new book tasters sent to us by new and self-published children's authors this month. Hi, my name is Gina Kulemans and I would like to introduce you to my newly released children's book called Luna and Helio the Eclipse. It is aimed at three to seven-year-olds and is the fictional tale of Luna the Moon and Helio the Sun and how they create an eclipse by accident. It is a story of friendship and helping each other to do the right thing, even when it isn't easy. One day Luna has to stop Helio making a very big mistake with the help of Earth and the other planets in our solar system. The story is educational but doesn't overload young minds with a thousand facts. It is the first in a series of Luna and Helio books, and I really hope you enjoy the story. It is available to buy on Amazon, Waterstones, WH Smith Foils, and Austin Macaulay Publishers. Thank you for listening. Hi everyone, this is Dr. Katie Chisenga Phillips. I'm a mum to a one-year-old, a junior doctor, and an author of a children's picture book that I cannot wait to tell you about. This book is called I Can Be an Astronaut and it's about a little girl who dreams of being an astronaut and succeeds despite the fact that not many people look like her. This book is beautifully illustrated and it's so important as it promotes diversity, inclusion and representation. This is particularly important for me because as a junior doctor who is a black female, There weren't many people around who looked like me when I was studying medicine at the University of Cambridge, so I really wanted my daughter and other children who looked like me to have a book like this, to know that not even the sky is the limit. I really hope you enjoy it, and I hope that you think about getting a copy for yourself or your loved ones. You can find it on Amazon. Have you heard how dangerous it was for an old woman to swallow a fly? If you think she could die from that, wait until you read There Was an Old Woman Who Followed a Spy. In a twist to the much-loved rhyme of a lady who has had enough to eat, Tommy from Ottawa and his daughter Tabitha bring you a new adventure. Tommy's the seventh of a dozen children, and then, just for fun, collected his own dozen children. When it comes to storytelling, he has had to tell them all, just to survive. If you choose to accept this mission, you'll find the children's picture book, There Was an Old Woman Who Followed a Spy, on Amazon.com, being released on November 24th, Black Friday. There Was an Old Woman Who Followed a Spy. It might be the beginning of a new series where old women of legends become sleuths in private eyes. You'll have to read it and decide. But then again, perhaps she'll die. Hi, my name's Alex Brooks, and I am the author of Insects, Bugs, and Rock and Roll, and Why, Oh, Why Am I a Crocodile, both illustrated by the very talented Hannah Wesley. I'm going to be talking to you today about Why, Oh, Why Am I a Crocodile, which was our first book and shortlisted for the Spark Book Awards. Why, Oh, Why Am I a Crocodile is a beautiful rhyming story with vibrant illustrations, and it's about a crocodile who struggles with low self-esteem. As she walks along admiring beautiful creatures, she has just one question. Why, oh why, am I a crocodile? It's only when she meets a blind monkey who introduces her to some newfound friends, she soon realises things aren't always as they first appear. 
Why Oh Why Am I a Crocodile is available via main online booksellers and my website www.alexbrooksauthor.com. Thank you. If you'd like to get in touch and leave a recorded shout-out about your upcoming self-published children's book, have a look at our podcast webpage for more details. With British Science Week coming up this month, we thought we'd have a quick look at our science fiction and STEM topic books list which blends non-fiction science books and inspirational futuristic science fiction stories. Let's have a quick delve into this list. First up, We Use Science by Kim Hankinson and Jenny Jacoby. Engaging, detailed and inspirational, this non-fiction text embraces STEM with passion and enthusiasm. Using real jobs and professions that children will relate to, this book demonstrates how science is important to everyday situations. It may well make pupils reconsider the importance of science lessons to their own ambitions and to their lives and the livelihoods of their parents. Highly recommended for Key Stage 2 libraries. Leonardo da Vinci's Life of Invention by Jake Williams this beautifully realised hardback takes 7-11 to 11 year old readers on a journey through Leonardo da Vinci's life, the world as he saw it, his inventions and his greatest artistic achievements. A sparkling blend of history, biography, stem and culture, each double-page spread examines an aspect of da Vinci's life and learning. It's a fascinating Renaissance volume that features the Mona Lisa, an early parachute, human anatomy, a mechanical bat, maths and the unknown. Perfect for children interested in science, it will also make a great addition to Key Stage 2 libraries. Earth is Big by Steve M. Tomacek with an engrossing layout, captivating graphics and precision typography, Earth is Big is a wonderful book to add to your Key Stage 2 library. It's a mind-bogglingly impressive compendium of STEM facts and statistics that cover Earth's size, age, life, composition, climate, speed, shape, mass, evolution and uniqueness. If your child learns even half the facts in this book, top trumps might be out of business. But it's not just a wealth of information that makes Steve Tomachek's book impressive. Children will appreciate the miracle of Earth's precious existence and begin to understand the delicate equilibria that make all of our lives possible. Mm. Darwin's Dragons by Lindsay Galvin there's no fantasy about the dragons in this captivating historical novel that follows cabin boy Sims as he sets off on an expedition with Charles Darwin. Cast adrift after a storm, he finds himself the first person to experience a remote island with unexpected inhabitants. Gripping and atmospheric, this story is a great starting point for discussing evolution 
and highly recommended for children in years five and six. Space Oddity by Christopher Edge. At times laugh out loud and at times arrestingly thought-provoking, this mesmerising story about Jake and his search for answers to big questions about life and our place in the universe will appeal to children with imaginations in Upper Key Stage 2. Space Oddity would make an excellent choice for book groups and a useful, fast-paced class reader for Year 6. Eager by Helen Fox When the family robot goes wrong, Dad tries to find an upgrade, but the replacement turns out to be something very different, more like a human being and posing difficult questions. Both funny and thought-provoking, this book will raise questions about what it is to be sentient. A good book for Key Stage 2 book clubs also spark ideas for home learning projects. June 29th, 1999 by David Wiesner When eight-year-old Holly decides to send plant seeds to the edge of space as part of a school science project, she doesn't expect vegetables to start raining down. But these vegetables are not what they seem. This is a fun and fascinating picture book that will be ideal to discuss with children in years three and four. Superquesters, and there's a whole series of these and they're fantastic books. This one's The Case of the Stolen Sun by Lisa Moss and Dr. Thomas Bernard. A unique and innovative concept with superhero STEM characters sees Leo Zoom and Bee Bumble seeking out the reader's help to solve a series of exciting challenges. An interactive reader-led story that takes the characters on a quest where STEM skills such as coding, problem-solving, spatial perception and algorithms must be mastered along the way. Featuring stickers, gameplay and vibrant illustrations, this series is bound to improve confidence and inspire interest in STEM. A great activity book for children during the holidays. Forever Ends on Friday by Justin Reynolds A captivating novel for young teens that poses the question, what if we could bring someone back from the dead just long enough to say goodbye to them? Is the pull of closure and grief enough to justify bringing a life back only for that person to die again? A thought-provoking and accessible book that's ideal for reading groups and discussion in Key Stage 3. Ah. Trillions by Nicholas Fisk When thousands and thousands of strange metallic objects appear out of the blue in Harbortown Village, people have mixed views. Some are afraid of the unknown, some see them as a threat, and one boy interested in science works out what is going on. Can he help save the aliens from human forces bent on their destruction? Fast-paced with bite, this is classic children's science fiction. Fuzzy Mud by Louis Sackar a clever, genre-defying story that marries suspense, humour, horror and science. 
When Marshall and Tamiya walk to school, they never go through the woods, except just once to evade the class bully. What awaits them is the unexplainable fuzzy mud that soon threatens the whole world. A good book to provoke discussion about protecting the environment in Key Stage 2 and 3. Bloom by Kenneth Oppel When rampant weeds become airborne, take root and spread with unstoppable force, humanity is suddenly threatened by poisonous and carnivorous plants, but three children, each connected by their allergies, appear to be protected. Can they work out how to save the planet? This eco-drama thriller is bound to be a hit with Key Stage 3. Marvelous Machines by Jane Wilshire and Andres Lozano. This cleverly designed hardback lets children explore the workings of familiar and unfamiliar scenes, such as a kitchen, a car, a building site and a rocket. On each double-page spread, there are hidden facts to decipher using the supplied magic lens. Holding this up to the page not only reveals all, but forces pupils to concentrate and look for the evidence. A great way to encourage reading for retrieval and comprehension in reluctant and less able Upper Key Stage 2 readers. Boot Small Robot Big Adventure by Shane Hegarty. When Boot, a robot, finds itself in a scrapyard with fragmented memory, it thinks about Beth, its owner, and how to find her again. Soon, it also realises that the other robots don't share these strange emotions and don't have feelings. Can Boot show the other robots how to feel and somehow reunite with Beth? A fast-paced and heartwarming illustrated adventure that will appeal to reluctant readers in Key Stage 2. If you'd like to get in touch, use the hashtag SRLpodcast on Twitter or drop us a line using the contact form or messaging button on our website schoolreadinglist.co.uk. And all the books lived happily ever after. The End